Welcome back to Crack On. I'm your host, Mireille Doyle. Thank you for joining me again. This week's guest is rising star of stage and screen, Bio Badamosi. Known for his work in War of the Worlds, Alan Partridge, and Golden Globe nominated TV show, The Great. Bio was really forthcoming with his thoughts and experiences with Cracking On. I'm so grateful to have had the chance to speak with him, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So, welcome to the Crack On podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Bio Badamosi. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. This is really exciting. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm. I feel like great is what I would usually <laughs> say. I'm good. Okay, given yeah, the current yeah. circumstances, I'm good. How are you? Mm. Same. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm all good. I feel like we've been. You've been doing this for a while now, in and out of lockdown. So I feel like, yeah, I feel. I feel okay. I feel like I'm slowly starting to get the hang of it, but also just ready for it to be over. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. been able to work this second lockdown or, well, I guess this is the third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fourth. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Fortunately, like, um, thankfully, yeah, I have been, I have been able to work. So that's been, you know, really, really helpful in terms of sort of just sort of breaking up the monotony of it all. But um, yeah, yeah so, 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 so I have been, yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah. Can you but, tell but, me what you're working on? Or yeah, 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 of course. Um, I'm working on the second season of The Great. Um, Amazing. Yeah. yeah, so we've been doing that, although we've um, sort of shut down production for a couple of weeks, so we're not back in until, like, next week. Um, but, yeah, I've just been working on that, and that's been, um, like I said, I, I mean, I'm doing, like, bits and bobs days I'm, I'm in and out so um still having to deal with the reality of lockdown but um mm-hmm. yeah it's nice every now and then to just sort of go out and you know just work on that for a bit it's been really really um helpful to be honest and yeah really enjoying it yeah I think it's great well first of all it's amazing that productions are still able to go ahead because we are kind of mm. going to get to a point where we've run out of things yeah. to, like I feel like there's no films or anything left yeah um yeah so that's amazing but also it's so important to actually have like social interaction you know uh, even if 100%. you are just in and out um okay so let's get straight into it as you know the concept of the podcast is mm-hmm. crack on and it's things in your life that you know it it can be big it can be small um just things that you felt you had to overcome and mm-hmm. how you overcame and maybe if there was a silver lining or you had the crack while doing it so do you want to tell us your your first example? Yeah, of course. Um, well, um, on the topic of lockdown, I think um, when we went into that first to lockdown the first time around, like I think it was like back in March last year. Mm-hmm. I remember, like obviously, like for everyone else, just like for everyone else, it was like a really um, scary and uncertain time, and it felt like this massive thing that was happening across the whole world, right? But at the same time, I still kind of went into it a bit optimistic, like feeling like, do you know what? It's three weeks, <laughs> as Boris <Yeah>. said. <laughs> it's three weeks. And like being an actor, you have like, I've had longer than three weeks where I was kind of like just sort of not working or whatnot. So it's like, do you know what? This will be a breeze. Um, but then it went on for months, right? And it just, 
it just didn't end. And I think somewhere around like May, June, um, somewhere around like when, you know, all the stuff happened with like George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And I, I just found myself in this sort of space mentally where I was just really struggling. I think there was like just so much imagery and just so much going on. It was a combination of things as well. It wasn't just that, but certainly that was like a trigger. And um, for the first time, found myself in a space where I was actually like um, more conscious about the fact that I was just really struggling. Um, and I'd always been an advocate and supporter of, you know, people being really open and talking about like mental health and, and issues and things like that, but I'd never actually done it myself. And I feel like that's probably because at the t I just probably never felt like the need to. And then I found myself in this space where I couldn't, I was just, just in a bit of a dark spot. And so as soon as we got out and we were able to see people, I went to go see a therapist and I'd never done that before. And I was really nervous about it. It's like, <laughs> um, but, um, but it was so, so, so helpful and so useful and just exactly what I needed. And it just brought this sort of um, levity to everything. And I was like, wow, why have I never done this before? And I always said it's because I never felt like I had a reason to go and whatnot. But you get in there and all of a sudden it just comes pouring out. Um, but what was also really amazing about all of that was then the first time I then got to see some of my close friends and we were hanging out. We were in the park and I was talking to one of my boys and I just... I just, I just said it. I just said like, oh, because he, he asked how you've been doing. And I just sort of said that I'd been into therapy and whatnot. And then he was like, he came back and was like, oh, I, I have as well. And long before any of this happened, just, just, he had just been struggling, what? but he never, but he never opened up about that to any of us. And so all of a sudden right. we, we all now were then just talking about sat in a park, just talking about like, just like mental health in general, but also about like um, being really open. And he had this sort of conversation that we'd, I never really had with, these are my close group of friends that I've known for years, like over 10 years and like decades. And I just sort of, we had this moment where we were just all really open and honest and just sort of supportive of one of each other in a way that we hadn't been before. Like we, we love each other to bits and we're all, we meet up and we just have a laugh. Like when we're together, it's like nonstop, like just creasing. We're just like banter, banter, banter. And it's always good fun. But like, we'd never really had that sort of, I don't know, I suppose like more intimate sort of um, personal type of conversation. And yeah. and that's what came out of that. So um, yeah, it was that, that, that was that certainly a time where I felt like I had a massive bump to get over, but what came out of it now, I'm in a position with my boy where we can just get on the phone. Like we check in with each other all the time now. Um, uh, that is incredible. That's such a big positive. Isn't it crazy that we almost feel like you know, asking for help, you almost need to wait till you're at like some sort of rock bottom or that you have, yeah. you need an excuse and you don't. Like if you're not no. feeling good, you can get help. Yeah. But I, I yeah, completely know what you mean. We almost need a reason to, to yeah. feel justified for, yeah. For, yeah. For, for going to do that. And I feel, feel like actually in hindsight now, I'm like, it just makes so much sense to just, to just go anyways, because like, obviously like, going through the motions of life, you go through so many experiences and it's just like, you need at some point to just sort of like the the mind and the brain is just like any other muscle. Like it just needs to sort of, you need like a checkpoint where you're just checking in and just sort of like processing certain experiences and things that have happened in your life because you realize how one thing has like spurred another thing. And I think that was the biggest thing is just like realizing how, honestly, I think therapists are just like, 
like 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 wizards it's like the way they make these con- the way i was there yeah. like finding connections and things and i was like oh and also a bit like yeah and sometimes i'd even get like like annoyed i'm just like what like not why are you making me com- not confront this but like it's like they put it right in front of you and it's just so plain and you're like oh yeah that's true but also, yeah. why, why are you doing that? Let's stop doing that. Stop doing that. Yeah, it's like you make it sound so simple. Like, how did yeah. you just support my life in like yeah. five minutes? I know. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Exactly. It, it is, is weird. Yeah, because you kind of feel like uh, you're like, why wasn't I doing this sooner? But I mean, it's yeah. all like it all happens for a reason. The timeline and hundred percent. I think yeah. that I think that's you know, um, it, it it does all happen for a reason. And sometimes, you know, it does take something you know like something quite seismic shifting in your life to, to to go and seek help and sometimes you just do you may just you know go in i think most people conversations i've had with friends since it's always there's always been like a defining moment that made them go into therapy but i just think that like you know should you realize that moment i think you should just go and not like try to fight it um yeah yeah, and I yeah. think we're so we're so lucky that we're in a country that, um, like, you can get help through the NHS. It's not always, yeah. 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 Oh my God, thank you so much for sharing because I do think it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing though as well. I find that we're in a space, um, you know, in 2021 that you can just especially in lockdown you can so easily turn to people and just kind of say actually to be honest like I I'm not up for that like zoom call or whatever it is because I'm just not feeling great you know it's so much better than it was even like three years ago like I feel like talking about and I to be honest I think as well as um like for men it's harder too I think as women we kind of like (laughs) I can spill my emotions any day (laughs) like (laughs) No, hundred percent. This is what I'm saying. Like we having that conversation with with my boy, and then we were all in that, you know, in the park chatting. I, I just had that moment where I was like, "Wow, we've I've known you guys for years, but we've never like spoken about this sort of stuff ever." Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. it's always. And I'm like, "Why is that?" Do you know what I mean? We may not have consciously been avoiding it, but certainly subconsciously, maybe we were just not having those conversations as men because you're. Um, you know, because people ask how you're doing, and you're just like, yeah, I'm good. Do you know what I mean? So even <laughs> something bad could have just happened, and then you go meet a friend, and it's like, Hayden, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm all right, man. What are you saying? And that's that. Yeah. You just <laughs> it's actually mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So true. So, oh, my God, that makes me so happy, though, that you have that, the, the the level of friendship is just kind of elevated, you know, and you can be even closer when you kind of almost yeah. think that you're already as close as possible. So that's incredible. 100% it's amazing man and he like you know he almost would like because he, he was always talking to me about like his process and how it was for him and it was just amazing to be honest and like I just think that like that's certainly something that like that I was already um happy to have been through the process myself anyways but then to also come out and have a conversation with my friends and then re- and have that sort of this new um sort of point in our friendship and relationship that we can just have those conversations like we can just pick up the phone now and have those conversations readily now it's it's it honestly is such a beautiful thing and i think um yeah i'm just glad it it, it happened thank you so much for sharing that that's really really huge and was there you know this might be too personal and you don't have to answer but was there a process in you finding the right person to speak to in terms of a therapist or yeah 
Yeah, there was. I think that like I I um <laughs> I just found myself doing a lot of like, you know, research and trying to like well, to be honest, I I I I was researching and just I was just reading their bios, <laughs> their bios. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And like they're like sort Tinder of, or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can, it's just crazy because it's like I didn't that was the whole thing as well, trying to find someone, right? And just trying to figure out who the best person would be um but I guess like you know one thing someone said to me is that like they they had like sessions with like three or four therapists before they found the right person and they stuck with that person since and I think like ultimately just going to have a conversation with someone anyways is always going to be um a step in the right direction but certainly you may you may not like land on the the, the person that is what like the per- I don't want to say the perfect person for you but like to your liking or whatever in the first time around. But um, yeah, I think my process really was just like going, was Googling and reading people's um, little bios and then sort of figuring out who he sounded like I wanted to go spend time talking to basically. Um, that, that's how it works for me. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Well, go you, Bio, and thank you again <laughs> for sharing that. That's amazing. Um, no, no worries. Okay, so do you have uh, another time in your life where, I mean, that's obviously a huge one, and I, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to share any more if you feel already <laughs> like a little bit drained from, but um, yeah, do you have another time in your life where you felt like you had to overcome a hurdle? yeah I do I suppose this is more like a career one but um yeah like a few years ago I, I was meant to I was booked on to do this this play it was like a and it was like an international tour I was really excited as you can imagine and like um been through the rehearsal process and everything and it was just like near enough around the time we're about to go and then like for some personal reasons I had to pull out and I couldn't carry on with the production and I just remember being so gutted and so like um yeah, I was. It was just a really sort of, really, really upsetting time. But um, and I couldn't like just make sense of it because I was just sort of like, why is this all happening now? But um, and I just, but you know, I just had to sort of recenter myself and just sort of, you know, they the the cast went off and I was like back like I remember like just like online like trying to apply for like part time jobs and things like that and just trying like sort of get things going and um, I but like. You know, within like I think three weeks to a month of that, and then went on to go book a job as a series regular in something. And I don't say that as though like that was going to happen anyways, because at the time, like I I'd barely done any TV, right? So I was really like just sort of, um, and it was a few years ago as well. So I was still trying to like I was still really figuring things out, and I still am. But like it it was my point is that that losing that job was a massive massive blow. Um, um, but like you know, in hindsight, I just realized that like sometimes, you know, things happen that are seemingly working against you, but may just be working for you. And you don't, and it's equal, you can't realize that at that time, you, it's only in hindsight that you see how the dots sort of line up. So that was certainly something that like I had to get over. And I know there's the cliche saying of like, oh, everything happens for a reason. And I would always say, yeah, but it might be happening for a bad reason. <laughs> but, <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's just basically understanding that like not every single situation that doesn't work according to your plan is necessarily a bad thing. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, I am such a believer in that, and I um, I'm actually like so obsessed with the universe and all the mm. like, manifesting and everything. And one thing, so I just finished a 21 day manifesting challenge. This is so fresh in my yeah. head, like all this stuff. Hey. 
And it's really interesting because like what, you know, and I know these kind of spiritual teachings aren't for everyone, but I think mm-hmm. um, one take home that I loved, which I feel like is so universal is that the, you know, they kind of say that the universe, you have one plan, but the universe has like a bigger plan for you. And so mm-hmm like you said, it's kind of the whole thing of like when one door closes, another one opens, like you just have to trust in the process. And it's amazing that because, okay, you're saying it was three or four weeks, which can feel like the longest time when you're upset about a job. It doesn't necessarily, it's, it's devastating, especially for Mm -hmm. actors, because you could go, you can go eight, 12 months without working and then to Mm -hmm. get something and, and then it not work out is devastating. Yes, yeah, it's 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 awful. <laughs> but no, I'm a firm believer in that as well. Like I'm my, I'm I'm Christian, and and um, you know, I, I and I just totally like you know believe you know the universe, God, whatever it is that there is um, that you know you have things happen in your life that certainly may not be working according to your plan or according to how you want it to go. But like you know the whole thing of one door closing and another door opens you just can't you just don't know what that is and you just have to sort of you just have to continue on your path really you know Mm -hmm. um yeah and it doesn't make it it doesn't mean that when those things happen that you're it makes it any easier or any simpler but I suppose it it just it, it helps in focusing and centering more on just sort of cracking on <laughs> do you know what I mean exactly exactly yeah. it's like we have to find the good and I think especially with um with your job as an mm-hmm. actor there's also a lot of risks as well you know I think yeah. it, what's what's interesting is like I think people assume that actors it's always just like a really clear, okay, I'm going to take this job and then I'll have a job lined up afterwards. And what can happen is you could go a year without working and then you might get two jobs at once and you have to like decide, you know, I know that's like not always how it happens, but you also have to, it's, I think what's difficult is the risk isn't always immediate. Like the payoff isn't always immediate. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, no, definitely. You could say no to one job because this might happen or it might not, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's having that trust in like a, a higher power, as you say, whether yeah. it is God or the universe. Um, and it's, it's, you're so right. Like, I just agree with everything you're saying because it doesn't always make it easier. It's not like you're sitting at home yeah. being like, yeah, it's great. Like I'm unemployed right now, but I know. Yeah. For me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when you booked that job, the series mm-hmm. regular job, was it a good job? Was there crack involved? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, do you know? Actually, it was. The, it was the pilot for the Great, which, which we did back in like towards the end of twenty eighteen. Yeah. So oh wow. Yeah, it was exactly. So it was this really like. Yeah, it was crazy because I just sort of, like I said, I hadn't really done any series regular work, and I definitely hadn't um, been part of anything like that before. So I was sort of. Yeah, it was just really, it was crazy because I just remember being, I was like I said, I was in this really dark spot, just feeling quite low and upset about what missing out on that other job. And then this sort of came along and yeah, it was good crack. It was good fun. It's like th- we did it in like two weeks, three weeks of the pilot. And then, you know, we, you know, it's one of those things where you're like it may or may not get made. But even just having had that experience and doing that was so much fun. And, and it's just a bit of a just... It's the show is just so much fun to do. So yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it was good fun. 
It's so fun to watch. We're I think we're an episode behind. So I mean, by the time this comes out, I'm sure like all the episodes will be out. But um, we're watching on Channel Four, so we're an episode behind like what's out uh, already yeah. for anyone too but it's so fun like i love it <laughs> it's such a good show and i'm so glad that there's going to be a season two that's amazing um so how long ago did you film the great you didn't film during uh the pandemic no um no we filmed do you know what we filmed the first season in september 2019 to february 2020 and what's crazy about that is we finished we wrapped filming in Italy. Um, and yeah, and when we went there, it was like they were doing temperature checks and whatnot in, in the airport. And it all felt a bit like over the top at the time. And it was yeah. like, yeah, it was like, what's going on? Um, but again, also just felt like a bit of protocol and just sort of like a really sort of... Um, it, I, we didn't really not at all grasp the severity of what was going on at the time. And we were like, you know, having fun in Italy, filming this show and going out and drinking and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, and it wasn't until we got back and put on the news, then it was really starting to kick in. Cause then like a week after that, we went into lockdown. Like it was, it's literally, we, it was a fine line between us rapping and the, the whole world going into lockdown. So it wasn't during the pandemic, but it was literally just, on the cusp of it yeah it's crazy you don't realize how lucky you are until you're looking back and you're like Mm. oh wow we actually got that in just before everything because as you said it was just like when it was temperature checks and all this stuff I think we all were just like oh I remember my work uh introduced a no handshake policy in February and we just couldn't (laughs) stop laughing we were like this is ridiculous (laughs) we're not allowed to shake each other's hands and now the idea of shaking someone's hand is so alien (laughs) to me I know it is isn't it you just shake (laughs) when I see people hug on tv I'm like oh my god you're not allowed to do that this is stressing me out (laughs) like why are they doing that this is really stressing me out But um, okay, what I find so interesting, um, and that's such a good example of cracking on because you know it's like okay, you find the positive in the the door that closed. But Mm. um, what I find interesting is you said you hadn't done series regular work, but then you went from having not done series regular work to literally being like the lead in War of the Worlds. How did that? That surely that was a quick (laughs) turnaround now. Uh, you know, that was, that, that, that was, yeah, again, I think almost still kind of linked to the same, I kind of see them as being in the same, um, sort of situation really, because while filming the pilot for, um, the great during, I then got the audition to come through for, uh, War of the Worlds. And then, yeah, we're just, um, sent in a tape, no, went, went in an audition for it and then had to do like a a chemistry read with Daisy and um, and that was while we were doing the pilot and then waited for like weeks and then found out that I got that. So again, that all was around the same time of not going to do that that, that play. So it's, it's crazy oh to God. Imagine then, that play had like tied you up for like a year or something. Like with nothing. <laughs> I know it was a long tour as well, but I was very much looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you you cracked on and you you got War of the Worlds and the Great. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. so exciting. Um 
Okay. I mean, I have a bit of a, yeah. Okay. You can take a deep breath. Our, our serious questions <laughs> are over. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I have, um, yeah, but I do, I do really appreciate you sharing all that because they're both really good examples. And I think, um, just the more we can talk about mental health, the just the easier it gets for all of us to just be more vocal about it. And I think even a year ago, we would have even, and I think that's obviously down to the pandemic too, but it's, it's just really, yeah. it's, it's great that we can have these conversations. So, um, and that we can crack on with it, you know, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Um, okay. So this is my kind of goofy, um, lightning round but yeah. you can answer you can take your time okay 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 See, um, lightning, round, lightning round makes me feel like i need to just answer quick yeah it's like one more <laughs> answer say lightning round take your time i'm like oh, yeah actually here. that that is not a good uh description okay not it's like a it's like i don't know a slow train round i don't know i'm trying to think of something no lightning round's good i like it it's the shift let's go <laughs> Okay, let's do it. Okay, what is your idea of crack? Um, I, to be honest, just a good time with like my with my boys, my family. Um, that is all. To be honest, a good night out. I'm really looking forward to that when <laughs> when this is all over. Um, I've really missed that. You know, like just like live music i love 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 music and you know particularly find me on like an afro beats or a house music night and i'm just there having the best time so that for me is one thing that i will be running to do as soon so, as we so where do you usually go do you like frequent um, a place do you know there isn't like a particular place I go to, particularly like with like house music, it's more like going to see like a certain DJ playing that you're like, okay, he's playing there. Or, but certainly festivals when in the summer, there's like certain festivals where I'm like, yeah, I've got to go to that. I've got to go to that. So, um, love box, um, love saves the day in Bristol. Um, yeah, I'll go all over. I went to, uh, I want to go to Boomtown again. That was an amazing festival. Um, You're making yeah. me want to want to go to a festival. Like I feel like that's not even something that I did before, but now I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm coming with you. Like I need to jump on. Yes, you should. We should go to a festival. We should go to a festival when this is all over. Count me in. I mean, I'm never saying no to anything again. Like even if it's I know, everything you took for granted before this all happened. Are you not like okay? I'm gonna go do that as soon as. <laughs> it's so weird. The smallest thing. Like I feel like going to the cinema. Even I miss. You yeah. know, it's. <laughs> It's just wild. Also, it's funny. I was I was talking to someone on Facetime last night, and I was like, I was like, I just miss like going to a restaurant. But like, it also wasn't that long ago that I was in a restaurant. Like, I'm just being dramatic as well. Like, I because mm -hmm. I got to do my like two week quarantine in Dublin over Christmas, yeah. so I was able to go out. And the last time I was I was in a restaurant was like Christmas Eve. You know, like it wasn't like it was like six months ago but the way i'm talking i'm like just to get dressed up you know <laughs> i know it feels that way though you know when you're at home and you haven't been for so long it just feels like it's such a long time ago and do you know what like when we just like i think it was like a month how long, i don't know however long it was maybe a month ago six weeks ago when they introduced the rule where you had to have a substantial meal with your, yes. with your scotch egg yeah 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 exactly scotch egg and i remember going to the going to the pub and like having to get a substantial meal and just being a bit like this substantial meal thing is killing my vibe and now yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now i'm like 
give me the substantial meal. I will take the substantial meal. I know. If it means I can just go have a drink with, some, with my mates. Do you know what it's I mean? It's so funny. It's like when the tears get worse, you realize how good you had it before. Like yeah. the fact that we were even able to get takeaway pints. And like I would give out, like I had done that before and I would like meet people outside and we would just stand on the road with like a takeaway pint. And now you can't even do that. That I'm like, oh, I miss those freezing cold days. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I know, I know. You end up doing, like, anytime I met up with people, I did almost like a food tour of London because I was mm. just eating in every place. If we, like, went to meet someone different or whatever, you just, yeah. It's like, I'll take the weight gain if it means. <laughs> <laughs> if it means I can hang out with my friends and just get out of the house, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, that's, uh, okay, so that's your idea of crack. I love it. And I'll be joining you for some for some festival crack. Festivals. Um, okay, a habit you cannot crack. Oh, um, do you know what? I'm working on this one, actually. So it, it has long... It's been a habit I haven't been able to crack for a long time, but I'm working on cracking it, which is just bad sleep. I say, like, I am in a toxic relationship with my sleeping pattern. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It's like... I, it's, it, I think it's also like just like a psychological thing as well, because... I I just don't want I just won't go to bed on time even like regardless of um, what it, I just I just struggle to go to bed on time I just have mm-hmm. sleeping sleeping problems and I will just be up especially like this lockdown makes it worse because you almost feel like well I can go to bed when I want and wake up when I want and actually yeah I've realised how detrimental that is like it's just not. Well, it's you know like, I mean? <laughs> especially then when you are working, because don't you have to get up at like crazy hours? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't kind of even out. I feel like then no. you never catch up on the, okay. So do you ever try meditation before bed? No. Okay. I could not recommend it more. I swear by it. It's like, and also then it becomes like muscle memory. So I mm. listened to this one guy, his name is Jason Stevenson. Okay. Jason Stevenson, and he's, he's an Australian guy. I swear. He's like personally talking to me. He's like, you are the creator of your own destiny. And just like talking <laughs> me to sleep. And I'm like, yes, Jason, I'm amazing. And I'm going to drift off into a sweet, sweet slumber. And he is so good. And then now when I just hear his voice, I swear within like 10 minutes, I'm like, out. Okay. Jason Stevenson. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try him out. I'm going to try him out tonight. It's please let me know how you get on because I used to be a really bad sleeper. And then I would just, I used to like wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, Oh, I'll just watch a Disney movie or something to like, yes, it doesn't work. You wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, Oh, I'm going to watch something to try and fall asleep. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It doesn't like, nah, my mind is just so active at night though. I don't know what it is. It's like, I've always been like that. Even when I was at uni, it's like, I couldn't really like study not as efficiently during the day, but then once it's like nighttime, it's like I just zone in and that's when come alive in the nighttime. Whatever. That's when I can't literally, it's like when I'm I'm like the most focused and it's the same with with most things. So I just find that like, that's why I struggle to go to bed at, at night because I'm just so like wired almost. I'm just like, right, I want to, I feel so I mean, excited to be productive in the night, late, late at night. But maybe you're just a, a genius with great ideas in the middle of the night. Like maybe that's not a bad thing. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you come up with your. I mean, uh, I remember. Uh, 
<laughs> but you should like write down some of the stuff that you you focus on because maybe that maybe you're onto something. One day you'll like write this like incredible film or something and be like, yeah, I wrote it all at three in the morning. At three a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yes. All right then. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Maybe I won't listen to Jason Stevens. No, I'm joking. I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck Jason. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Someone or something that always cracks you up. Um. Dave Chappelle. Love I just think Dave he's amazing. Yeah, love Dave Chappelle. I think he's amazing. I think that like. I mean, he's probably a lot of people's favorite comedians, but like, he's just, he's so funny, but he's also just so intelligent. And I find the way he, um, he'll deliver like a, a, a joke while also delivering some like hard hitting truth, but at the same time. So you're kind of like, I don't know if I, like, this is funny, but also this is like hitting me in like a, in a different way. I just love, I just love that the way he's able to just sort of, toe the line of those two things um and i just think and he's just a legend so um yeah definitely dave Chappelle, but also um do you know what memes memes yes, yes. Like, i feel like I, I i i speak meme and like when i find somebody who just gets that and i'm like it's like you've just you found your kind do you know what i mean it's i like, know it's like a telepathy and you only communicate through memes then Literally, like you just have certain people all of that like and what i've but the one thing i've learned though, is because of, i just probably just spent too much time on the internet but like something will happen in in real life like while hanging out with mates or whatever and i'm like oh no, that's just like and you try to like reference a meme and if they have seen the meme or know what you're talking about then yeah it's the funniest moment but the worst thing is if someone hasn't seen it and then you try to explain it to them so here you are essentially explaining the joke what, yeah. what is it about trying to <laughs> <laughs> it's don't just do it like, just be like oh you haven't seen no, it Never yeah. don't worry about it don't worry about it aaron just doesn't really get like internet kind of um I, I just can't explain it like I don't think he goes on like Instagram or Twitter or anything enough to understand like internet lingo or or memes mm -hmm. in general so sometimes I'll show him a meme and honestly his reaction is like you're showing it to like a grandparent he's yeah. like oh so who wrote that and is she a friend of yours and I'm like oh my god how are you not like, getting this this is hilarious how do you not understand what this is yeah this is that's me that's literally me Okay, I'll I'll I have someone to send my memes tonight. Yeah, right. yeah, you need to have meme combos. <laughs> um, okay, let me see my next question. A time you cracked under pressure. A time I cracked under pressure. Do you know what? Recently, I've gotten back into gaming. Um, I hadn't really. I used to be obsessed with gaming, like video games, back like, and I kind of stopped for a while. I probably played for like seven years or something, and I've recently gotten back into it and FIFA and do you know what people are just so good on the internet <laughs> and playing these kids on the internet and i'm good like when it comes when i'm when i'm winning yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moment, when i'm winning it's like smooth sailing and i'm having the best time and then the moment i'm like losing i just all the moments on scores i just crack and i can't it's like if it's even if it, if it's like a draw, and you can tell, I've just I've just gotten so into it now, and it's like I just I just crack on the pressure, and I found that like I'm I'm terrible at handling 
um losses it's like what this is a game why do you care so much but it's like yeah. it feels like it feels like I'm, I'm an actual footballer and i've gone out there and i've played a game and i've lost it and i'm just i i literally um i just really struggle with that now I, like i just i just crack under pressure whenever i'm losing and it's become this thing where it's like for like 10 minutes after losing i'm just a bit like whatever <laughs> yeah okay but then come again in like maybe like you know a few months time i might just be saying actually i'm one of the best fifa players in the country definitely not definitely not but yeah yeah well i mean <laughs> also you probably won't care as much when we have more of a social life let's be honest yes <laughs> yes yes there's also that there's also that okay and okay so the next question in our lightning round is have you ever broken a bone this is such a tenuous link to crack but it's like have you cracked <laughs> <a bone? laughs> no i get it i get it um i haven't cracked a bone broken a bone but what has happened is like when i was like 11 or 12 um i was playing football and we were playing on concrete right and i um i was running down really fast really fast probably just <laughs> really slow but yeah no i was running down the wing and this guy's slide tackled me and i and I fell to the ground, but with the momentum of all that speed, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm a super fast guy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Super fast. Um, but I fell to the ground and sort of I carried on moving as I fell, and this my the right side of my face just scraped across the concrete. <gasps> I know, I know. No. And what oh, it's so awful as well because I remember like obviously I was in so much pain, but then I remember like looking in the mirror and seeing what had happened and like a lot like I could see like it's really gross now but like I could see the sub layer of skin and my face half my face was pink and then I just started crying oh but then God. I had to stop crying because the tears had <laughs> so um so I I didn't I didn't I think I can't I don't think I cracked a bone or anything but like I I just I was in a really bad way um but I've since recovered from that. And I think because it happened when I was so young, um, I was able to just sort of heal without any scarring. But that was such a, a horrible time. And, um, yeah, so I didn't break anything, but I guess my soul was broken at the time. <laughs> you yeah. cracked a little bit of your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, shit, this is this is not the good. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I'm only, I've only lived for about 10, 11, 12 years. What well, this this can't be it. But yeah. So yeah, that that um that happened. I didn't I didn't I didn't crack a bone. Uh, no, that's good enough. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um okay, so we've we've come to the end of our lightning round, but I wanna ask um where can our listeners find you? What can we see you in next? Uh are you you're on social media, yes? Yes. This is the plug-in section. Love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, social media. Yeah. yeah, I'm on social media. Um, uh, my Twitter is bio underscore Badamosi. So my first underscore my last name. Uh, Instagram is my last name, Badamosi. Amazing. And we yeah. can, so you're filming The Great right now. Yes, so um, the great the great's out right now actually. So in in England, so it's like 
an episode airs tomorrow. It's like every Sunday at nine o'clock, um, the first season. And yeah, we're currently working on the second season of that, which should come out, I think, sometime towards the end of the year or next year. Um, and at some point in May, I don't know when, um, of course, you know, um, the, the second season of War of the Worlds is coming out. Um, which um, which is how we know each other um, through Aaron also being in that show and spoiler alert season two maybe someone else might be popping up in the show <laughs> I actually forgot I'm, yeah we're co-stars now um, <laughs> we're co-stars co so it's really exciting I was so excited when I found the how by the way so yeah so the end <laughs> that, that, that happens in May at some point don't have a date yes. yet, but that's coming out in May. Yeah, season two will be great, and not just because I'm in it, you know. <laughs> I think entirely because you're in it. <laughs> yeah, I think there's talks of it just becoming my show. Like, they, yeah. they were like, she was in for a day. We want to just give her the whole show. <laughs> just give the whole show. Season three. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Here I come. Um, okay, and so this is absolutely nothing got to do with the topic of the podcast um, and mm -hmm. I ask only for my own enjoyment this is your final question okay do you have a favorite reality tv star do I have a favorite reality tv star hmm I'm gonna think long and hard about this one I I'm, am I gonna be really boring and say I don't I'm running through I I don't. Oh, my days. That's so shit. It's so it? funny. I, my last guest didn't either. And it's because I'm obsessed with reality TV. Like I, What's your, what's your favorite reality TV star slash show? I am obsessed with all the Real Housewives. Okay. Like, yeah. All of I them? Have... So you don't have a favorite? Just the entire cast? Uh, I do have a few favorites. Like... There, I have kind of a favorite from every franchise. So, like, I have a favorite mm. from like New York, uh, but I also love Gemma Collins. Like, she's just like the best UK reality TV yes. star. Yes, yes, I love Gemma Collins too. Yeah, maybe I'm you just, can I'm, take I'm, my I'm answer. Yeah, I'm literally like, <laughs> yeah, Gemma Collins. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. We'll yeah. just like we'll edit this and like just cut to you saying Gemma Collins. <laughs> Gemma Collins. <laughs> Didn't even have to think about it yeah 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 this is my first podcast by the way so this is this is i've never done a podcast before so this is like oh my god i was googling to see if you had done any and i couldn't see mm. any evidence but oh my god no. i'm so yeah. honored no thank you this has been amazing it's just like you set the bar now it's like oh yeah everyone else <laughs> is gonna be so shit it's, in comparison yeah. to me <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be like, Whoa, I just want to go back to the toilet. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, you can get them to call me for advice. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay, well, I want to thank you, Bio Badamosi, for coming on the Crack On podcast. You have shared some amazing examples of times that you overcame and found the silver lining. And I'm so grateful that you have shared your experience of cracking on. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you. You've been an amazing host. This has been this has been lots of fun. It's Thank been so great. Thank you so much, Bio. Thank you.
Once again, thank you so much for tuning in each week and thank you to Bio for being so open. I know he's not alone in how he was feeling and I really hope this episode can help some people. I'm sending you guys lots of love and check back in next week for a brand new episode of Crack On. Crack On.